Dirty Briefs with Alex Hooper. Yeah. Hi, everyone. Yeah, it's me, Alex Hooper. And you will notice this uh, episode has a little play on words in the title, the tortoise versus hare, but that's because I no longer have the hair. I know I talked about this a couple of episodes ago, but if you haven't seen it yet, this is what I look like with short hair. Did you know? I didn't either. I haven't had short hair in 15 years, but I needed to make a change. So when I got cancer, I was told I would probably lose my hair and go bald. Something terrifying because I don't really know what the shape of my head is without Hair, in fact, because I have eczema, like I get a little flaky, I get a little patchy, my skin is rough, so I was always really worried about what it would look like without hair. And then after a couple of chemo treatments, I was told I probably wouldn't lose my hair because it wasn't going anywhere yet, and even if I did, it would probably come back even with more volume, more definition, more curls. I mean, could I be any more beautiful than I am right now? I didn't think so. But it started to thin, and I started to lose just like little bits of it. And then I cut it so it wouldn't be so dramatic when it was falling out. Ended up going into the hospital, which again, you know, we'll talk about that at some point. But I was in the hospital for 33 days. My hair grew. That's why I grew this beard as well, because I wasn't shaving while I was in the hospital. I did the hard work while I was incapacitated, got through the patchy section of the beard, so my skin might be patchy, but my beard is full. That is, This is a forest down here. Can you see the forest through the trees? Because this is a thick thicket that you would have to go through to be able to cut it down. Grab your machete and see if you can chop your way through the woods on my face. My hair started to get stringy, started to get, go outwards more than inwards, or more than down, outwards more than inwards. Uh, Yeah, that's what hair does. It just goes inward, and then you grow hair throughout your bloodstream. In fact, running through your veins right now is just an endless series of hair. It's gross. It's itchy. We don't need to talk about that. So... I decided when I got out of the hospital, I was in this recovery mode. I was still in this recovery mode. And I didn't like the way I looked in the mirror because I felt sickly. Something about it still felt ill. So I was like, look, I'm feeling better and I need to really feel better. And part of feeling better is matching your appearance to the way you feel inside. And if I'm beaming with a thousand suns from my core, well then why shouldn't I feel that way on the outside? So I went to my barber shop and got it all trimmed up and he even told me, you're gonna look so much thinner and so much healthier when you have short hair. And sure enough, he was right. I've always considered my hair to be such an extension of who I am. It kind of immediately lets you know that I don't take things too seriously, that I'm fun, that me, you know, maybe I'm a little wild because my hair was always kind of just careening off in whatever direction it wanted to. 
And I always thought like my hair is just such a thing that people know me by that I could never be able to get rid of it. But that's not true. I mean, even my Instagram and Twitter handle, Hooper Hair Puff. I have a puff of hair. That's no more. Because I don't need to be defined by one attribute of my physical appearance. In fact, I've always felt like a hare. And by that, I mean an H-A-R-E, a very fast bunny rabbit. And I was running. Since I began comedy, I was running as fast as I could toward success. But I was running without any real sense of direction. I knew that I wanted to be a successful comedian, a working actor, an accomplished writer, all of these things, but I was just kind of going without thinking about how I would actually get there. I always thought if I just did more than anyone else that was working, that things would just be handed to me. And part of that is true, but... Things aren't going to be handed to you if nobody knows what you really want. And I don't think I was clear enough about what I wanted while I was going as fast as I could. I also wasn't taking the time to look at what was around me. I needed distraction. I needed to stop running through and look at this beautiful flower and say, wow, let me just stand here for a minute and look at this life form. And how it has matriculated into this perfect thing. But I wouldn't do that. I would just keep on running as fast as I could. Knowing that if I outran everybody. I would get there before them. And I would win the race. Young comics. We don't have to think about a lot of repercussions. When I was throwing huge all night parties and the cops were breaking them up and I would, you know, got put in handcuffs once or twice and I didn't give a shit. I was in my 20s and I was just having a ball throwing these crazy ass shows and events. I didn't care if I bombed on stage because nobody was really watching me anyway. I just was so experimental and so not afraid to try, but that also meant I wasn't thinking about what could happen in a positive or a negative light. I was just kind of doing things. I would have an idea and I would say, great, that's what I'm going to do. And sometimes that works. When I wrote my self-help book, I literally had the idea, I outlined it within a day or two, and then I just wrote the thing. And from idea to actually releasing it was less than two months, which is crazy. But sometimes that doesn't always work. Sometimes you need to be more methodical. You know, I've always wanted to go faster. Always. I want to run as fast as I can. I want to take drugs that make me go faster. That's why heroin was never my thing or like taking opioids of any kind. Because some people, they just want their body to go into a hot tub where they just sink down and they let the warm water caress all over them and they just have full relaxation. Not me. I say when I'm doing drugs, I want to be like Jeff Goldblum in Jurassic Park. Must go faster, must go faster. No matter what combination I'm taking, I want to speed up. I want to run at the speed of light, do a cartwheel into a backflip, and then land center stage and just keep on running. That's always the way I've gone. I want to go fast.
This includes chasing virality on the internet. I've gone viral a few times thanks to my appearances on America's Got Talent and things like that. But chasing virality has no actual staying power. It just, you know, if you're chasing that, then you can hit for a second and then you'll only be upset when you don't hit again immediately. And people that go viral, the reason that many of them disappear so quickly is because anyone that goes viral, those people that are watching or listening to whatever you did are just waiting for the next thing to take their attention. And I spent time trying to make... Instagram clips and tweets and all of these things go spread like wildfire all over the internet. And then I realized it wasn't making me happy. And what would truly make me happy is garnering a fan base that was connected to me, that saw I was genuine, authentic. They believe me when I tell them that I love them. And that I think is worth more than any sort of virality, any number of hits. Virality is a real word. Virality, virality. Either way, you don't want any viruses, everybody. I was going so fast. I was continually running. Even when I didn't know what I was doing, I was running as fast as I could toward my goal of being a more successful comedian. But again, it wasn't pointed. And at some point, I slammed into a brick wall. I waited. I, I, I just ran right into it. That's what cancer was. I was going as fast as I could, but I wasn't really sure the direction I was going. Cancer happened, and it made me slow down everything. And look at a new perspective. You know? When you get sick, suddenly... You realize things that are important to you. And you realize what's not so important. I don't care about being famous. People have asked me that so many times. They're like, do you want to be famous? Fame is a byproduct of what I want. I want success. And if fame comes to me because of my success being my authentic self, then fantastic. That's great. But I don't want fame just for fame's sake. That sounds awful. Ugh. Who wants that? A lot of people especially this day and age, because we just want those likes. We want those clicks. We're bop, 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 bop. But now, going through these cancer treatments, all this chemotherapy, ending up in the hospital, I'm learning. I need to be the tortoise. I'm not the hare. The hare loses the race. So he fell asleep. He was bragging about how fast he was. Then he fell asleep. But the tortoise kept trudging along, methodical, thinking about where he's going and the end goal. And I need to teach myself how to be better about being a tortoise. I need to protect myself. Sometimes I do need to crawl inside my shell. And sometimes I need to come out of my shell and learn that people love me and that I need to give more love to, uh, to the outside world. Who knows what's going to happen? As I continue this journey as a tortoise. Because I'm not in a race with anyone except myself. I am only competing against myself to see how many awesome things I can do every single day. And that's part of this. I wanted a podcast back since I left Achilles Heel. I was so happy with what the work I did there. But I've wanted something back. And I couldn't think of it. So I didn't rush it. I just waited, and sure enough, 
you get cancer, you end up in a hospital, and you start thinking about how you want to release content. I don't want meaningless bullshit. Blabber. I want you guys to feel impacted by what I'm doing. Even if I'm just being an outrageous, you know, out of line clown, whatever. Sometimes we get serious, sometimes we're just silly, but either way, being the tortoise means thinking actively about where I'm going. And now that I have a new perspective on life, I'm not just partying my face off and just throwing spaghetti at a wall, hoping that it doesn't slide back down. I'm making a giant lasagna, everybody. So get ready to take some bites. Subscribe to this podcast. Get your dirty briefs. Never miss one. Subscribe to it. Share it. And of course, follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Hooper Hairpuff. Still Hooper Hairpuff, even though I don't have a lot of hair anymore. See you next time.